Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife with award-winning wildlife journalist Chester Moore. From deep investigations to interviews with top experts, Higher Calling Wildlife is the place to get informed and inspired about all things wildlife. Welcome to the program. Um, you know, if you've listened uh, for a while, you know that I have been involved in terms of covering the Women Hunt program of the Wild Sheep Foundation. It's a great program. It's kind of going on, its, I guess, third year now. And in October of 2022, we got to go to the FTW Ranch out in Barksdale, Texas, and meet the second class of women that came through their Sam Shooter program at the ranch. And one of those ladies is from my Basically, my general area I live in. She lives in the Houston area of Texas. Welcome to the program, Cat Hunter. How you doing, Cat? Hi, doing good. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, how did you uh, learn about this program? I mean, uh, what was your connection to getting involved with Women Hunt? So, finding out about Women Hunt, I had worked previously with an outfitter, mm-hmm. and he introduced me to the Texas Bighorn Society. Um, once we went separate ways, I decided I was going to sign up as a Texas Bighorn Society member myself because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the, the work projects and what they did. Um, and through that, I joined the um, did a joint membership with the Wild Sheep Foundation. So in, I, I guess it was maybe spring, they sent out an application through an email saying they were looking for women to um, apply for this program. And I went late, waited to the last day and decided to send in my application and see what would happen. And here we are. Interestingly, the first wildlife conservation group I ever joined, I was 19 years old, was actually the Texas Bighorn Society. That is awesome. Yeah. Don't they do incredible work? Have you yeah. you've gone to a work project? No, I haven't went to a work project, but they do incredible stuff. I've covered a lot of things they've done over the years and had... Um, different stories and podcasts and radio programs out there on their work. Great, great work. But you got to go to out to the FTW and do the Women Hunt 2022 through the shooter training program they have. And um, Mm -hmm. my second year of seeing this, and for someone who, I mean, this is as comprehensive as you can possibly imagine. Let's just start from like the moment of, you know, you're going out there, you're going to get familiar with your rifle. I mean, how comprehensive of a shooting program is this? Um, if I could, if I can put it in a sense that maybe can make sense in the classroom, learning how to um, read scopes and MOAs and holy moly. But for someone that doesn't have any experience, by day two, I felt confident going out to that range. And that is, that was one of the most incredible feelings that I had felt because day one, I didn't know how to hold my rifle, didn't really know how, like how to feel comfortable with it on me or what to do. And then by day two, going out to the range, spending five hours on the range, felt confident in myself. I knew that I was getting great instruction. They break it down in a way that just makes sense. And they're so patient, especially for a group of women that aren't really familiar with hunting or shooting or precision shooting or fundamentals. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was, out of, it was out of the park, out of the ballpark. Well, I think that's an important question to start with because I mean, if someone's listening, like a woman maybe thinks, I don't know. I never even know how to hold the rifle. 
doesn't really matter. They're going to teach you how to do it, and uh, someone wants to apply this year, and you get chosen. doesn't matter if you have quite a bit of experience in, in shooting at a range or zero. They're going to be patient with you. And I think that's a really a key thing because, oddly, this isn't just called women shoot, it's women hunt. What is the actual goal of yours in terms of hunting? Everyone I've talked to has a different hunting goal. What is yours? Really, I just want to be able to feel confident to to go out on my own and do it as a woman hunter. Um, mm. I wasn't, I, I didn't grow up around hunting. I didn't come from a hunting family. Um the, the men in the family did, my grandpa did, my dad did a little, mm -hmm. but it wasn't anything I was ever introduced to. So I feel very intimidated. It's a very, from what I, and this is my opinion, from what I feel, it's a very male dominated sport or hobby. I mean, if you um, look at the stats, it's like 94%. Right, right. You know? So, so that leads to, to a lot of intimidation, mm -hmm. especially for someone that wasn't brought up in in that kind of environment or have access to it. Mm -hmm. So my goal was just to be confident enough to go out and do it on my own, whether it was finding public land in Texas, which we know 98% is privately owned mm -hmm. another story. Um, or if it was feeling confident to book with an outfitter mm -hmm. and knowing that I would be able to hold my own, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and eventually I would like to pass, it on to my youngest, my 12 year old, she's a girl and very interested in it. And I want to be able to say, I can teach you. I'm confident mom can do this. We can do this, which is really my goal. And then of course, harvesting and knowing where my meat comes from and paying it forward. And there's so many other avenues rather than just, you know, scoring a big trophy or whatever. Now, when you got to this, point where you're like okay we're out in the shooting range and you and you felt confident enough to where start shooting and you eventually shoot out to pretty impressive distances i think 700 yards is the goal there which is astounding i would have to call in an airstrike at 700 yards you know <laughs> like, would you please send napalm into the valley down there somewhere uh but uh incredible stop but it you know you start making connections i'm sure with like in different hunting applications and then you look at it from the perspective of, okay, now I harvest some game. What do I do with it? And of course, that is also covered in Women Hunt. That is also covered. I mean, they did not miss an aspect of hunting. We went from learning rifles. They took us out in the field at the FTW. And I don't know if you were there for that portion, but they teach you signs of what to look for, scat and, and scrape and... Um, blood trailing. We had a blood trailing class. So in case you, you know, don't have the best shot and you have to follow the blood trail, what to look for, what, what are the signs? Um, and then at the end, they taught us how to field dress it, how to, how to process it, how to cut it down. And then chef Josh gave us so much information and continues to do so as far as recipes and how to elevate it from more than just chili and jerky. Right. Cause it's mm -hmm. often what you see. So. so it's an incredible process, you know, and uh, in terms of the paying forward aspect, you went out to the sheep show with quite a few other ladies that went and actually got to work with, you know, the chef. You got to work the women hunt booth and be part of the banquet and things like that. What was that experience for you like? It, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Mm -hmm. um, it's a huge convention center of people equally as passionate about conservation and hunting. And in this case, the, the wild sheep mm -hmm. 
right? Because we are sponsored by the Wild Sheep Foundation. Yep. Um, it just to see that kind of support, which I saw that when I was when I did um, projects with the um, Texas Bighorn Society and went mm-hmm. to their functions. You see the same kind of passion and people who are driven to make the environment and make it better for these species, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible and i'm I'm sure that could carry over into any of the conservation groups sure you know the thing about the sheep thing that's very interesting is that um among big game animals in north america um sheep are among let me say that again i had a blip on my thing uh among big game animals in north america sheep are the one facing the most challenges with disease and predation and some habitat migration corridor issues so um there seems to be a different level of passion on the on the with the sheep folks and a sense of urgency out there and so as you're you know going out you're going to be doing some your you know your initial hunts and different things are going on in your life you're moving forward you're going to train your daughter up um, have you found a particular aspect of conservation you want to stick with? I mean, you mentioned you're already a Texas Bighorn Society member. Are you interested in the sheep aspect of things, or are there other areas you want to branch out into as well? I feel like there's so many avenues that I could take. I am so happy with the wild sheep family and the way that works and the Texas Bighorn Society, but I'm not opposed to looking at other avenues at all. Sure. Um, have I honed it down yet? I don't know because it's, it's like the more you know, the more you don't know. Sure. There is so much to learn. Um, and I just, I'm hungry for all the information right now. So I haven't had a chance to say this is, this is the direction I'm headed. But I mean, where I'm starting off now, I'm very happy with. Have you had a successful hunt yet? I actually have. Yes. Awesome. Tell us about it. So in December, I was invited out to um, a ranch up in, I guess it's considered North Texas, out by Abilene, mm-hmm. um, and was offered a whitetail buck hunt. Awesome. And, yep, pretty awesome. Um, it was, it, we were in, in the deer stand. It was this, we went out Friday night, didn't see any, no, we didn't go out Friday night. I lied. We went out Saturday morning, Saturday night, and then Sunday was our last day, the morning, half a day. We've seen plenty of deer, just nothing that I was able to connect with. That's the first time in the stand. I was a little nervous. Wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure how to, I wasn't laying prone. Um, I was sitting in a chair, which we had practiced sitting and standing. And you, you practice all these scenarios mm-hmm. at the FTW, but to apply it in the stand, I was still nervous. Sure. So I had to, had to remember all of my, my breathing, my focus, you know, just thinking about what my objective was. Um, so the last morning, there were some bucks that came out, nothing that we wanted to shoot, you know, because we're trying to work with the ranch's management program. Um, it was about 9.30. Everything had gone to bed. And then in the far distance, this buck starts walking from the tree line towards the stand. And he makes it up to up to us closer in to where I would feel comfortable within range. And he meets a doe. And I'm like, oh, I know what happens. Yeah. It's at the end of the rut. He's going to follow this doe. My chance is gone. Well, she hightails it off, leaves. He stands there, and he's facing away from me, right? Nobody wants a Texas heart shot. So we waited, and I, I, had, already, I had already said I've already ex- experienced this. I've had such a great time. If I don't even go home with anything, I'm just thankful for the opportunity because it's been awesome, right? Getting out and being able to see everything. And then finally, he quartered 
and one shot. That's all it took. Congratulations. What did it feel like when that buck hit the ground? You knew you had made a successful ethical kill. Um, don't tell anybody, but I closed my eyes like that you're not supposed to. <laughs> Uh, so I kind of lost sight of where he went. I knew he ran off to the right into the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, but fortunately there was a good guide with me that had eyes on him. Um, and he, he, he said, you got him. I could, I heard the shot. I yeah. didn't know where it was. If it was good. Um, cause adrenaline that I'm trying to keep, you know, down. Good luck with that, really, by the way. Good luck. Yeah, it wasn't really it wasn't really participating that day, um, but it was incredible. Like my first my first expression was like this big smile and hand pump, and David was excited, and you know, of course, we're still having to be quiet, and we sat and waited, and I was just incredible. I was speechless almost, other than like wanting to scream and be like, heck yeah. All right. So let's say there's someone out there listening, a lady listening that um, is considering this, maybe heard about women hunt. There's an application come up later this spring. Um, What are your words? Why should they give this a shot? Why should you not? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, why wouldn't you want to? I'm, I'm 40 and you're never old enough to quit learning Mm -hmm. or, pick up new hobbies or learn new things. And there's no reason to be intimidated. If it's something you feel like you're passionate about, or you've been thinking about, or you just don't know where to start. Like I didn't know where I had, I had worked for an outfitter. I'd been on lots of hunts. I'd never hunted myself. I didn't know the first place to start. Um, do it, do it and try for it. I think, I think hunting and conservation need more, um, need more women. Women need a bigger voice. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're doers. Our mutual friend, Renee Thornton, is chair of the Women Hunt and does an incredible job with this program. And uh, you can reach out to her and Women Hunt online, and we'll put some links out there in this. But uh, just thank you so much for coming on the program, sharing your enthusiasm, your awesome story with us. And, thank you, thank you, thank you. And also maybe helping connect another woman that wants to uh, be part of this and can get in this process and maybe they get chosen to go out and be part of round three of Women Hunt. I would love to. And even though I'm new and a beginner, I, I am here to give advice and tell stories and talk about my experience to whoever wants to. I am, I am all down with that. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Cap. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Higher Calling Wildlife. Find us on Facebook at Higher Calling Wildlife, at The Chester Moore on Instagram, and our blog at HigherCalling.net. To contact Chester, email Chester at ChesterMoore.com.